0: Thank you for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Show. Are you feeling stuck in your personal and professional life? Do you want to take your life to the next level, but don't know where to start? The four-week turning point coaching program is here to help you achieve your goals. Our program is designed to help you identify your turning points and the effects they've had on your confidence. We'll evaluate changes you'd like to make, set achievable goals, and create a plan to reach them. We'll work with you to develop a customized roadmap that fits your unique needs and circumstances and provide ongoing support and guidance every step of the way. We will help you overcome any obstacles that are holding you back and build the confidence and skills you need to succeed. So if you're ready to take the next steps and transform your life, join the Turning Point Coaching Program today check out the show notes for the link to register. I look forward to supporting you on your journey to becoming beautifully confident. Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt. From questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom, sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up. But I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident Show, where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become Beautifully Confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to have you here. On our show, we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence, and we hear from incredible experts who have overcome challenges and risen to become the beautifully confident women they are today. We know that confidence isn't always easy, and that life can throw us curveballs that shake us. But by sharing our stories and the steps we took to elevate ourselves, we hope to inspire and empower our listeners to embrace their own unique beauty and cultivate unshakable confidence. Sit back, relax, and get ready to feel beautifully confident. And I am excited to share my guest today, Becca Pierce. Hi, Becca. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Awesome. Well, let me tell you about a little bit about Becca, and then we are going to hear from her. Becca Pierce is a strong-willed, no-nonsense executive who spent the majority of her career in leadership positions within the health industry arena. In 2011, Becca was chosen by Governor O'Malley to be the CEO of the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange, She served the state of Maryland for two years before returning to the commercial market as a vice president within a hospital system. In 2016, after surviving and recovering from a brain tumor, she left the corporate world to run an executive coaching firm that helps high-performing women move from being influential to inspirational. Oh, I love that. We all need people who inspire us. That's amazing. Thank you for being here. Sure, thanks for having me. So we heard a little bit from your bio about you, but can you tell us in your own words um, a story about you and how you got here, and then we'll ask you about that turning point in life that maybe shook your confidence.
1: Yeah, I mean, talk about shaking confidence. I've actually just been listening to a couple of your other podcasts, um, and you. you know, there's just this discussion about shaking confidence. My whole story, honestly, is about shaking confidence and coming through it with strength. Um, that I can say now, years later, um, at the time, it was not you know, easy to come through. So in 2011, uh, I was identified as the first CEO of any state-based exchange in the United States. And wow. I, I was appointed to that position. We didn't have staff. We didn't have an office. We didn't have legislation. We didn't have regulations. We didn't have anything going on. And we had an immovable start date of less than two years later. And I said, yes, (laughs) and I took the job and um, I could not believe more in what we were doing or worked harder at what we were trying to do. And when October 1st came, it didn't turn on and I lost my job quite publicly. And um, I personally believe in responsibility and accountability in the same place. So, you know, years later, I can say that was the right decision. I get it. I understand that I lost my job at the same time. And we'll get into this a little bit later when I think about like who I was at that moment. And that was my entire identity. Right? So Mm -hmm. here I am. And I just, it's, it was way worse than losing a job or anything like that. Um, it was really just life changing. Fortunately I landed on my feet for a lot of professional women. When you, alter like that, sometimes you don't come back. I was able to come back and ended up as a vice president within the hospital system. And so that was beautiful on my part. I was very happy to be in that position. Um, And the joke with my daughter at the time was, you know, you can't talk into mommy's bad ear. You know, you have to talk into mommy's good ear because I couldn't hear out of my my left ear. Hmm. And um, I ultimately went into the hearing exam and came out of the hearing exam Finding out that I had a brain tumor the size of a golf ball that was growing into my brainstem. Oh my
0: gosh!
1: And I needed surgery imminently. By the time I was from the time I was diagnosed, the time I was in surgery was five weeks, and so those five weeks were just. I it, like I, I honestly don't even know if I can go back there. It was you know I I I was doing everything I could to get my family in order. And at the same time, I was literally running myself into a ground. I ran probably three times a day just to get so exhausted that I would finally fall asleep at night and um, went through surgery, came out of surgery and um, just decided like I I needed to do this for myself. I needed to go back to work and prove to myself that the brain tumor didn't win. But the minute that I got back there to the point where I knew I could do it again, I kind of went what am I doing? Hmm. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't need to be in charge anymore. All I want to do is put my daughter on the bus one more day. Really. Like I, I, it just didn't matter anymore. And so at the same time I have all of this experience often being the only woman in the boardroom, leading organizations of, you know, millions of dollars. And I have this experience that I can bring to other people. And so I opened an executive coaching firm. I'm now an executive coach, certified executive coach. I went back to school Um, And we help, like we talked about, we helped um, women go from influential to inspirational.
0: That's amazing. I mean, a
1: quick story of like, boy, there's so much tucked in there. But that really is, those two events are really what got me to where I am now.
0: Absolutely. There is so much tucked in there. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, thank you for sharing that. And yes, we will dive into a little bit more about all of some of those things anyway. (laughs) Uh, but I love that taking women from inspirational or or influential to inspirational because um, I d- I feel like a lot of women feel that inside of them like hmm I feel like I'm inspiring people and and now what do I what do I do with it so I think that's that's a great a great work that you're doing and and I appreciate that on on behalf of of all women. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> So, Becca, can you share a little more in-depth, maybe, about about one of your your times that you had a turning point that you felt like your confidence was really shaken and you knew, this is time, this is time for me to move past this, and then um, some steps that you took to do that?
1: Yeah, you know... um... I mentioned it earlier, but losing my job publicly was, I mean, it was above the fold with a picture in the newspaper, like we were, you know, I was rolled over that proverbial bus. And um, I um, really, it was so much of who I was in those two years. I spent so much time, I was so dedicated. I was so sure that we were gonna change the way healthcare was delivered in the state of Maryland. I was so into this. And when I lost my job, I just, I I lost my identity. Who am I if I am not implementing Obamacare in the state of Maryland? Um, And so it really took me a long time to kind of filter through this. And when I say a long time, it was, you know, several weeks of just sort of sitting around and not doing much of anything and really shook me. And so when I think about the steps that I took to get through it, it was really just this, like, I just really said to myself, I just need to breathe, right? Step one, breathe. I'm still alive. I still have my health. Nobody technically died. I mean, I'm in in good shape, right? And so, and then I, and it was this recognition that like, when I told my husband that I was leaving, he was like, good, come home. When I told my daughter, yeah, I had called him from work. When I told my daughter that I didn't have my job anymore, you know what she did? She started jumping up and down. Yeah. right so knowing that the people who really care about you don't care They don't care what your job is They don't care what the title of your job is they care about you they care about what you bring to them and the love that you share and so that was a really important turning point for me that the people that really mattered none of them cared right and so and it was this recognition that like i am surrounded by the people who actually matter to me and right, the, the you know, like Brene Brown talks about putting on a little, you know, one inch by one inch sheet of paper, the people that matter. And mm. that was a really important recognition piece for me at that point to be able to move on and say, it's time for me to go.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh. So something I want to pull out of there, because I think a lot of women do get to that place of wrapping their identity around what they do. Mm-hmm. And I think when we, a lot of times, even when we, when we talk and we develop our relationships, what's one of the first questions we ask? And it it is, I mean, it's, it's no wonder that that's how we identify ourselves. And when that's pulled from us, my gosh, I can't even imagine, especially publicly for you, what, you know, what you would go through, because that just shatters your, you know, your core as well.
1: Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I want to give other women hope that if you're feeling like, oh gosh, if I stepped away from my job, where would I be? If you're feeling like that, maybe it is time to take a look at what you're doing and, and is there a next step for you that you're defined by who you are and, and who your relationships are with, as opposed to this is who, this is what I run, you know, yes
1: yeah. this oh. is what i've achieved right yeah exactly
0: yes i mean to acknowledge our successes and and our achievements i think gives us an inner inner confidence and and being but to, to define ourselves like that is a little different yes right. oh my oh my <laughs> so um I'm, I'm curious then because i know that for a lot of people then it's like well now, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So what were some of those steps that you took to to move past that and, and I guess, discover yourself and move to that next step in life?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I think that just to kind of carry out the, the next step that I actually took in that specific case was mourning, right? Mm-hmm. There was, there was a huge loss in my life. There was, there was a loss of identity. There was a loss of income. There was, a, there were, you know, several losses, but we don't really think about mourning who we were or, you know, what, what the future was that we planned for in that space of our brain. And so I really allowed myself just a couple of weeks to just like throw myself a pity party, right? Like feel bad for who, for what had happened to me and be like, oh my gosh, why me? But then the most important, the most important thing directly after that is where were my fingerprints in this? What did I do? What could I have done differently? And what am I learning from this? Those to me come hand in hand. If you're going to throw yourself a pity party and, and as a coach, I say to people, allow yourself a minute, right? To go ahead yeah. and do that. You need to feel those emotions. It's okay to feel those emotions. And on the flip side of that coin is taking a look in the mirror. Where, where, you know, where are your fingerprints? What is it that you did here? And what can you do do differently moving forward? And so when, in talking about me moving forward, it was, okay, I still have a lot to give. Where can I give it? And I still had a ton of relationships in the state and outside of the state within the healthcare industry. And so I was able to tap into those to find the place for me to go.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh oh my gosh. And one other turning point that you talked about, um, which I just want to touch on a little bit, um, mostly Becca from our our personal conversation because you said something that just completely impacted me. Mm. So I know that you, um, you had, you had a brain tumor as well. Um, and something you said to me that, that you thought was a thought you had, was, um, that you (laughs)
1: had, do you remember what it was? I I think so. Is this, is this my uh, PSA to women? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> because I it, it was so important to me. And it, it doesn't mean that I've let my health to completely go by the wayside, but it's made me think about some of my experiences I have especially when I'm you know, with having, you know, dinner or, or doing things or what I'm thinking about. So can you share some of like maybe a thought or two that you had yeah. around that that I would
1: I would happily share that for everybody who's listening to the the some of the um the this public service announcement is this um my my brain tumor was benign thankfully and yeah. I mean that's why I'm here today is because it was benign I did not know it was benign for at least 48 hours and in those 48 hours when I, again, was literally running myself into the ground. I thought about what I was going to do for my daughter, what my husband's life was going to be like. You name what I thought about, what I wanted to be remembered for, all of those things. I never once thought to myself, I wish I had lost those last five pounds.
0: I just think that that is so impactful, Becca. And it just, it really just makes me think all the time about... The choices I make, and does it mean that I'm letting my health completely go by the wayside and just eating and drinking and doing whatever I want? No. (laughs) Right. But it makes me think if I'm kind of beating myself up about, did I have that glass of wine tonight? Yes, I think I should.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, for me, it was, it, was, it was a constant, you know, the other joke that I have with my college roommates is all we do is gain and lose the same five pounds over and over and over, right? I mean, it's, you know, you feel good at one point and then, you know, um, it's been a constant um, theme in my life. So it was really, like, that was hugely eye-opening for me. And really just, like, all of those demons that have lived with me for 43 years at that point were gone. Yeah.
0: I think all women live with those demons and they, they may, they may rear their ugly heads in other ways, Mm -hmm. but I I just, I think it's such a message of let's stop beating ourselves up and, and start just living from our hearts. And, and what does that mean? Defining, you know, for each of us, defining what that means for, for each of us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. We are going to take a little break, and then when we come back, we are going to hear um, from Becca what she is doing now to help inspire those women, as well as what it means to be Beautifully Confident to her. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Show. Are you feeling stuck in your personal and professional life? Do you want to take your life to the next level, but don't know where to start? The four-week turning point coaching program is here to help you achieve your goals. Our program is designed to help you identify your turning points and the effects they've had on your confidence. We'll evaluate changes you'd like to make, set achievable goals, and create a plan to reach them. We'll work with you to develop a customized roadmap that fits your unique needs and circumstances and provide ongoing support and guidance every step of the way. We will help you overcome any obstacles that are holding you back and build the confidence and skills you need to succeed. So, if you're ready to take the next steps and transform your life, join the Turning Point Coaching Program today. Check out the show notes for the link to register. I look forward to supporting you on your journey to becoming beautifully confident. And we're back. So, Becca, for our listeners to hear so that they are hearing and they're like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is some great stuff. I need to connect with her. (laughs) Where can our listeners find you? And can you give us a description of, you know, some steps that you, you take your um, your clients through and how you're helping women at this point um, move up to that next level?
1: Absolutely. So first and foremost, I'm on LinkedIn at Rebecca, Becca Pierce. Uh, I think it's actually Becca Pierce. Um, and um, my website is www.extendcoach.com. Um, I have found that those are the two places that I find most, uh, uh, most women. I, I work with really high-performing women already who have been successful in their life already. And um, when we go from being um, influential, because a lot of times women executives or business owners, you're, you're already influential. You yeah. already have, have achieved a lot in your life. When we talk about going from influential to inspirational, what we talk about is each one of us has some voice that we have a passion, some passion, some voice. Oh, I wish if somebody would listen to me, I would. Or, well, nobody's ever going to listen to me, but I really wish I could. You know, there's the, we're really good as women and, and men too, but I think women even more hide who we are, right? Every time we say yes to something that we want to say no to, we're actually hiding who we are as humans. And so what we do is really dig in and figure out like, what are those things? And the interesting thing is like a lot of time coaches, uh, I'm not the coach who's going to be like, oh, let's create a pie in the sky and you can totally do anything and let's do it. And I'm a little bit of that, right? There's a little bit of like, let's actually find out what's going on for you. But the other part of my coaching and the, the piece that comes from my quote unquote old life is, okay, let's really talk about actually making that happen. Let's create a strategic plan for you to make that happen. What's the budget that you have, right? If you're gonna leave $150,000 paying job, how long can you sustain yourself to implement and become a podcaster? For example, you know what is it that you can really do and we create sustainable paths for you to get from point A to point B?
0: That's awesome, and and I love that we're not going to create a pie in the sky. Um, <laughs> could you definitely you have a positive energy? But I think more, yeah. Let's get down to the nitty gritty because right. you come for me, come to me to be your cheerleader. Let's make right. a plan. <laughs> right, That's exactly. Right. Um, and for our listeners, um, if you if you missed how to connect, it'll be in the show notes. So don't right. worry if you're driving; it'll be in the show notes so you can catch Becca. Uh, on her website or through LinkedIn. Great, thank Thank you. you. And Becca, can you share for you what it means to be beautifully confident?
1: Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, but core isn't the right word. But when people think of of beautiful, right, they think external. And for those of you who can't see me, the left side of my face is paralyzed in some form. It was fully paralyzed for a year. I will never look the way that I used to look. And so I have had to come to terms with what beauty means in a different way. Um, And so for me, you know, my daughter used to say to me, mom, you're beautiful. And beautiful comes from the inside. Thank you. Um, And beautiful comes from the inside, right? And so out of the mouth of babes, you know, here I am at 43, 45, 50 years old, having to remind myself that beauty does come from the inside and confidence comes from the inside. Confidence is a byproduct of taking steps that you didn't know you could take right, of doing things and taking risks and, you know, proving to yourself that you're stronger than you are. And so beautifully confident is really about stepping into your fears and stepping into, and they don't need to be big steps. It doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm going to run into fire. It's like a baby step. I'll just give you a quick example. Last week, for the it, my disabilities are very hard to explain, but last week for the first time in almost 15 years, I set foot on a tennis court again. And it was terrifying. Like when I say, I can't even really explain it to people, but it was terrifying. I was crying. I was afraid I was going to fall over. Like it was just terrifying. And um, the confidence that came out of that to be able to say, Hey, I'm doing it again. I'm relearning it. I have to do it all over again, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. Like just to be able to take a baby step here and there, a baby step of, you know what? No, I can't drive your kid. I need to do something instead. You know what I mean? Just a baby Mm -hmm. step here and there to be able to step into who you are and show up differently as yourself.
0: Yeah. Yes. And it does. So that is something I've seen my entire career has been spent in the beauty industry and a common theme that I started to see was I would see a woman with a fabulous hairstyle and and her makeup looking great still look in the mirror and say oh it'll never look like that again or turn the mirror away and I started thinking which is how the podcast and the tv show came about Oh, gosh, this is totally inside. This is this is not from their outside because I am looking at a beautiful woman and she's not seeing it. So that's a that's a start on the inside. And I love that taking the the baby steps to what is something that would help develop your confidence so that you start to look in the mirror and say, I got that. And I, I, I look, I look great. <laughs> <laughs> So I love that. So you must have been a big tennis player that that was a a step for you.
1: I was not, but it was just something that I wanted to do again. I never wanted to be the person who said I never did an insert whatever again. And so it was really important for me to step back out there. And, and part of it truthfully is I want to find new friends and I, maybe I'll find them on the tennis court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, Becca, I'm glad you said that, because uh, something that's sort of come up with a lot of conversations I'm having with women is I think there's such a big shift right now of women realizing it is time for me to get out of this house. This this yeah. pandemic forced us, I think, to be somewhat lazy, somewhat hermit-ish in our houses and now realizing I want those relationships. I had relationships and maybe they're not (laughs) going to be the same ones, but let's find some avenues for new ones. I love that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. So do you have any last words of wisdom for, for our listeners?
1: I think I do. I, and, and first actually, let me just mention too, uh, I have a retreat coming up um we run retreats for women you know on regular basis we have one coming up in september on the east coast for high performing women who want to be doing something more who want to find their voice and be able to use it and become you know inspirational so um look at my website for that um i think i forgot to mention that before so um my last words of wisdom are baby steps it really goes back to the baby steps and it really goes back to Listen to what you want, right? And really take the time. I think we, again, as women, never take the time to step back and say, what is it that I want, Mm -hmm. right? So, for example, I ask my mother all the time, you know, how did you like such and such? And her first response is, well, your father. And I say, well, I didn't ask about him. I asked about you, which I think is a generational thing. But I don't think that our generation is quite that far off of it. tell you the truth and i think that we need to be in a place to be able to just listen to yourself listen to yourself that little voice that has told you forever god wouldn't it be so fun to open my own shop well let's find a way to make that happen yeah
0: yeah so i will ask you a clarifying question for your retreat and yes um please give me the the notes for that as well because that will be in the show notes for people to sign up so high performing women are there qualifications for the women to be able to come to the retreat?
1: So the qualifications are that you um, are successful in what you do. You can be a business owner. You can be a middle level manager. You can be anybody as long as you feel confident in who you are and where you have come from. So for example, when, you know, in your past career, yeah, absolutely. Right. I owned a shop. I, you know, this is what I've done. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay, thank you. And East Coast,
1: what state will it be in? It'll actually be in Northern Virginia. So okay. it's uh, within two hours of BWI, Dallas, and Reagan. And me.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's about how far I am as well. So I will be checking that out as well, yeah, Becca. I would love it. Thank you so much for being here. And I appreciate all of your words of inspiration and, and wisdom and sharing your story with our listeners. Thank you, Thank Becca. You. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, that's all for our episode today. Thank you so much for joining us as we explored the powerful connection between beauty and confidence. And remember, if you're feeling like your confidence has been shaken, it's never too late to rise up and step into your most beautifully confident self. So be sure to check out the show notes for more information on how you can connect with us and continue your journey towards self-love and empowerment. And until next time, stay beautifully confident. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.